Hello ladies and gentlemen, thank you for once again for tuning in with me here tonight as we dive into another episode of diving into the very heart of God and before we move forward here today, I would just really, really, really would love to give God a praise report for all that He's done. It's been quite a while since I've stood behind this microphone and 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 with these headphones upon my head but God has done such tremendous things in my life since we have last talked on November the 18th here we are is uh we're we're almost a month today is the 16th of December and you know I I I I had a lot going on. I took a trip to California with my daughter. Uh, kind of went over there for some personal reasons. Uh, there's no secrets here, but, you know, uh, nevertheless. And in the process of coming back, I um, I contracted COVID. And, and as of recently, I have gotten out of the hospital and God has 100% restored to me my health. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I was really thought that I was dying. I really thought that my number had been chosen and it was time for me to, to go home and to be with my father. But God ministered to me and said, Son, your work is not done here yet. I'm only going to teach you some things through this. So as I've sat back throughout all of this and I've observed the very things that God desires to speak in me and through me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so in awe in how God has healed me, how He has has made me whole once again it's almost like I'm, I'm sitting here and it's like I was never even sick to begin with when I thought that I was really on the verge of dying within itself but God's mercy and his grace as he saved me and he reminded me that over 2,000 years ago that that he provided healing for my body but yet all I had to do was to choose to walk and to live in it. So as I prayed one time, from there forward, I began to prophesy to myself. I prophesied God's Word into my body that I would not die, but I would live and declare the works of God. And whose report shall I believe? God's promises for us ladies and gentlemen are for us as they are conditioned we must line ourselves up with the condition of his promise without trying to uh, just really delay as in uh, I, I've got so much going on the remainder of this year that 
is just really and mainly focused around ministry. There's there's nothing other than than what God has really placed on my lap to speak. I I will say that the that probably from here out these these podcasts are going to become uh, very questionable for some of you. Some of uh, some of you it will it will really make you reflect on your relationship with God. It will cause you to reflect your knowledge of God's word. It shall cause you to reflect of your standings with God. With God. May I continue on here? As as I read in Second Timothy chapter four that that even though this is the book of Timothy, but it wasn't Timothy himself that wrote this book. It was a book that 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 Paul had written to Timothy himself. And this was some of the final words that Paul had to speak to Timothy. And as we sit here and we'll just read a a couple verses and we'll begin to break this down and just let the Holy Spirit say and and speak exactly what it is that he desires because ladies and gentlemen I'm not here for any man's approval tonight God has ordained me as a minister he has ordained me as a prophet and I can no longer choose to sit on the sidelines and watch how Satan has continuously harassed us us men and women of God and for those that decide not to walk in reference to God's word then ladies and gentlemen you'll have to stand before God your very self and no one else can give an account for your actions other than you yourself so let us continue reading here in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and Paul speaks this so boldly to to Timothy and he says I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom preach the word of God be prepared whether the time is favorable or not patiently correct rebuke and encourage your people with good teachings for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear they will reject the truth and chase after myths ladies and gentlemen Paul so very very boldly spoke this to Timothy to be to be ready in this season to be ready out of this season 
because there's a time and there's a point and ladies and gentlemen I believe that we have crossed this threshold already within this world within the four walls of the church that we've already come to the point of where people no longer want to hear sound doctrine they only want to hear what appeases their ears ladies and gentlemen what boat are you riding in have you accepted God's word to be the fullness the full counsel of God the whole truth or are there things that that are written in God's word that not only is written in God's word but is taught by man from God and how we are to correct our sinful natures you see correction is not always so easily acceptable but it is something that must be accepted because when we get to the point in our life where we think that we've arrived when we get to the point in in our spiritual walk where we can no longer be corrected because there's nothing that we do it's no longer wrong anymore you see ladies and gentlemen I sit in the same seat as so many of you as well that there's so many things that of God's word that it's, it's hard for me to swallow but if I desire to be closer to God if I desire to be more like God if I desire to walk in holiness as God then I must I must accept this correction in my life ladies and gentlemen as as i've been hearing for quite a while that and 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 and, and i hear it in my spirit and for some of you it will hit home but for so long we have been listening to a watered down gospel and a watered down gospel produces a watered down Christian whatever happened to the point when when God's word spoke that we took action whatever happened to that point in our life did we lose the fear of God have we lost our love for God have we lost our reverence for God see be, uh, see ladies and gentlemen because really the the reality of this is 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 it's the love of God that drew me to him it was all the things that God could offer me but it is the fear of God that keeps me drawn to him because I honor him in such a way that I desire to please Him above all all other things. Ladies and gentlemen, what seat are you sitting in? Have you come to the point where you accept this sound doctrine? 
are you at the point of where no matter what this crow tastes like you're going to eat it because you know that it's beneficial for you never back down never back down we are to stare sin in the face and we are to come against it boldly with the word of God Ladies and gentlemen, what is your take? What is your take upon this sound doctrine? Ask yourself this question. What, what are the very things that God has been speaking to you individually that is beyond us sitting here to get together today? What has God been speaking to you? What has He been chastising you about? Ladies and gentlemen, it's such a sad situation in the world that we are living in as of right now. very 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 sad but the reality is that all people have to do is just to turn back to God turn back to his teachings allow his word to cleanse us You know, as as for so many that may be sitting here under the sound of my voice, there's been there's been times where you've had to stand before someone and and someone to openly rebuke you. And it causes us to have to swallow pride. For some people, they'll swallow the pride. And for some people, they become arrogant in the pride. But as we stand there and we, we humble ourselves and we hear what it is that they have to say. You know, I was having a conversation with... Uh, uh, let's just leave it it, with a colleague you know and he said the way that you're coming across to me is not very loving as a Christian and I began to scan through out my mind and in my heart and anywhere throughout the Bible that any time where Christ himself was speaking to any of the scribes or Pharisees and he just really blankly called them he called them hypocrites to begin with how often did Jesus speak with love to them or was it not the very words that he spoke to them became an open rebuke 
You see, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, love is also portrayed as a correction. And how often when especially your child is doing something that is so shameful and things that's disgraceful and uh, do you sit there and do you shadow them with love or do you let them know the multitude or the magnitude of the wrongness that they had just done of course you can end it with love but you have to let them know where they stand. You see, and it just really goes back to that a watered-down gospel has for so long produced a watered-down Christian, a watered-down church. Because we are looking for a seeker-friendly message. And I'm not saying that we are to to beat people up because we're not. We're not supposed to beat them up. But we have to let people know that the lifestyle that they are living is wrong. And Jesus so boldly throughout His ministry had no problem. Had no problem whatsoever letting people know where they are in their relationship with God. As we will come to a close on this one here today, there, there's so much more that uh, I desire to speak. But on the same token, I believe God has already spoken what it is that he desires to speak already you see because Christ is is in the same boat that he's not seeking your approval on what's right and what's wrong he's just boldly telling you what is right and what is wrong as we as we close I would like to leave this re this remaining of time for you to to think and to ponder that are you in the position of where you have itching ears that there's other things that you desire to hear other than the fullness of God's Word. You see, ladies and gentlemen, because we can't pick and choose what we like and what we don't like. And if you do place yourself in that situation, it doesn't change the fact that the truth is still the truth. You see, because our opinion really makes no difference specifically when it comes to God's Word. See, because God's kingdom has never been set up to be a democracy, at not one point has our opinions made a difference. 
Christ Himself is King. He is Lord. And He rules all. And it said that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So you can make that public statement here today. Or ladies and gentlemen, you eventually will do it beyond what you want to do. I know that my words have not been very soothing for so many here today as as I'm sure that I'll go back through and I'll re-listen to this and I'll allow the Holy Spirit to continue to minister to me on this behalf because I never want to get to the point of where I don't want to hear this and I don't want to hear that. My desire is to hear the full truth. You know, because Jesus, even again, spoke to the hypocrites in John chapter 8, and He said that you shall know the truth, and then the truth shall set you free. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we can only be free once we know the truth. And once we know that God's Word is full and the fullness of His Word is truth, then we can be free from all of the bondage of sin. From all of the penalty of sin. I just thank you uh, uh, again just as, as I'm going to close in prayer and I pray that God would minister to all of us here today that we will hear the very words that Christ Himself has desired to speak to us so abundantly as we just take these few moments and we close let us pray ladies and gentlemen our dear gracious heavenly glorious Father Lord, we thank You for Your love. We thank You for Your mercy. We thank You for Your kindness. Lord, I thank You for Your Word. Lord, as You spoke of Your Word in Hebrews chapter 4, I believe it is, that, that, that Your Word is like a two-edged sword. It's able to divide soul and spirit. And Lord, it just it it really comes down to us. Well, Lord, Your Word does say in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, For the Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. And here's what Your Word does, Lord. 
It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before your eyes to the one in whom we are accountable to. Lord, as your word has exposed so many things here tonight, as it has cost us to divide soul and spirit, And Lord, You have shown forth the things that You desire to speak here today. Not one point throughout Your Scripture, Lord, have I ever read where You apologized for speaking truth. So Lord, I pray that truth is not hidden from us no longer, Lord. Lord, I pray that our eyes are open to, to see You spiritually, that our ears are open spiritually to hear the very truth of Your Word, that truth that will cause us to divide between the right and the wrong, between our spirit and between our man. And it helps us to discern and to know what is right Lord, as there are people sitting here today and, and are very questionable of some of the things that's been spoken. But Lord, I pray for them as, as I do myself. That Lord, we desire to know the fullness of You. From us an itching ear to hear anything other than Your truth. Lord, as we part ways here tonight, I pray, Lord, that You would be with us. Lord, and that You would minister to us so profoundly. As You are always displaying Your love towards us, help us to understand the type of display that you are showing towards us. Bless us, Lord, as we will end this podcast here today and may venture on into something else. But Lord, I pray that your word goes forward just as you send the rain, Father, to accomplish that in which that you please I rebuke the devourer for our sake father I rebuke Satan that may try to devour this word from someone I rebuke you Satan in the name of Jesus Lord and I loosen your anointing the, the very same anointing, Lord, you said that shall destroy the yoke. And Lord, you know what the yoke of bondage is in each and every person's life here today. Lord, I thank you. I glorify you, Lord, in all that I say and all that I do.
because it is forever in Jesus name that I, that I humble myself and I plead with you Father Lord I thank you I love you Lord until we commune again I love you Jesus Amen Again, I thank you for being here with me tonight, for taking this opportunity to hear what it is that, that God desired to speak to the church. I pray from here that you may share this podcast with someone. Doesn't mean that they have to like it, but, but be led. Be led by God. And when you are led by the Spirit, this is what the Bible calls us as being mature sons of God. The ones that are led by His Spirit are the mature sons, not the immature, the mature. I thank you. If you need me in the description below, as I always do, I'll place my email. I've yet to receive one yet but it's not going to change the fact that I'm here for you that I want to hear from you I want to know what God's doing in your life I want to pray with you I want to fast with you and I want to commune with you God bless each and every one of you here tonight God bless you and I love you in Jesus' name, amen. Good night.